Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now everything i learned from movies helps to make life a little bit groovy whether one line of plot holes or two it is poopies It's time to get busy with your friend Stephen Izzy And this is Everything I Learned From Movies. And today, tonight, we have a special guest. My mommy! A.k.a. <laughs> <laughs> Nancy. I am Mama Nancy. <laughs> and in the background, you will hear two very happy parakeets. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Parakeets? I put them in the background. Nah, nah they're already in. Just in case you're wondering if we're like, I don't know, playing a record or something. <laughs> what a squeaking noise this, this parrot. Our uh, parakeets, sorry. Alright, and tonight's uh, movie. Tonight's movie. <laughs> a Boy and His Dog. 1975 post-apocalyptic comedy? Yeah, dark comedy. <laughs> okay. As recommended by my lovely mother. That's right. <laughs> they can't hear it when you do that, Mom. Uh-huh. <laughs> shrug. Bashful <laughs> shrug. <laughs> One of my favorites. Nice. So what are some of your other favorite movies? Just we have a... An idea. The commitment. Commitment. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Pirates of Caribbean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the first one. The first one. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's not carried away. Um, Ghost of Mrs. Mirror. Yes. Very nice. So all of the um, Sherlock Holmes with Basil Rathbone. Oh yeah. Those are, those are very yeah. Those um, were the 60s, 70s. Or I, think the, uh, I don't think I've seen them, but I've like heard of them. Yeah. Yeah, like uh, funny movies or odd. <laughs> twisted twisted, <laughs> twisted tales. tales. Well, A Boy and His Dog is definitely on your list of favorite movies. You should bring it up. I do. Yeah, <laughs> I, 
It, it depends upon which genre. Yeah, yeah, what you're in the mood for, about. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Well, well, I don't know if you guys are thirsty or not. Oh, absolutely. But this yeah. is also another very special episode. We're doing ginger beer. Yay! Yay! Audio podcast. All right. So <laughs> up first, we're going to do Gosling's ginger beer. The fresh refresh, the, the refreshing zip of ginger. America's cup of. The official beer is America's Cup, apparently. Ah, Good enough. Interesting. Right. There There's a seal on the front. <laughs> and of course, this company is owned by Ryan Gosling since uh, <laughs> 1806, according to. <laughs> uh, the alcohol content does not exist on this one. Yeah. All right, and the top open. Woo! There we go. Ooh, it smells mm. like ginger. Gingery. Mm. <laughs> He's like, mmm, ginger. And the pour. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hmm. It's an interesting in. uh, kind of a milky, opaque color. Yeah, it's honestly it's the color of ginger. The ginger, yeah, <laughs> like exactly. real ginger, not like ginger chews, like fresh skinned ginger. Yes, yeah, oh. kind of a yellowy white. Ooh, pale. Mm. Yeah, it's opaque. You can't see through it. Bubbly. Looks like coconut water. That's mm. what it looks like. Yes, it does. Or made coconut water. That's a yeah. pretty good description. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah, it definitely has a good uh, gingery zip to it. Mm-hmm. It's that. good. It's it's mild. A little spike uh, to it. Say a little spike, but it's got the sweetness and stuff with it. But not being overly sweet. Yeah. It's not like like not like ginger uh, ginger ale where that's really really sweet and sugary. I can see how it's the official ginger beer of the 35th America's Cup. <laughs> Wait, is that the one that was here in uh, San Francisco? I think so. Checking the bottle. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's a shame there's not this interconnected communication system. Almost that we like can a web that would connect devices and people with information. Alexa. <laughs> Alexa is the name of our maid. Alexa. <laughs> Something you could Google over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, right. I'm sure it is. There's this America's Cup. Boy and his dog. Boy and his dog. <laughs> From 1975. Awesome. Uh, based on a novel from uh, Har- Harlan Ellison. Uh, you guys ever read the, the novel? Apparently it's only a novella. A novella, whatever. Yeah, but and apparently after this they made a bunch of sequels. Really? Yeah. Fun <laughs> So, spoiler alert, they make it out at the end. <laughs> <laughs> well, they make sequels to the book. I don't. I don't think they make sequels to the movie. Oh, okay. Sorry. Other boys <laughs> with other dogs. <laughs> <laughs> so many boys, so many dogs. Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, so the the plot of this movie. Who wants to do the rundown? <laughs> you want? I I can give it a shot since this, this was my first time watching it. Yes. Guys, what did you get out of this movie, Steve? So uh, you start out with a young 18-year-old Sonny Crockett, or I'm sorry, Don Johnson. <laughs> um, he it's. Uh, well, there's a little narration. Uh, basically, there's been a fourth world war that lasted just five days, and so everything's just barren wasteland. Oh, well, the reason uh, why it only lasted five days is basically every country every shut off their nukes and killed yeah. everyone. Yeah, so everything looks like Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, they're walking around. And they're in Phoenix, Arizona. Oh, well, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I think it was actually shot in like uh, I think I was reading it was like Death Valley or like like Mojave Desert somewhere yeah. down there, but um, down South California. Um, but yeah, uh, there's just a boy. He's uh, you know he's got a rifle and he got his pet dog Blood. 
Yeah, who's a cute little fluffy free yard man? <laughs> Probably the worst dog to have in the middle of the very <laughs> desert wasteland. He's just panning the whole time. It's so hot. <laughs> um, He's a big fluffy shaggy this, dog. This dog's a little different. Uh, he speaks to Vic through telepathy. And Vic can talk back to him through telepathy. They kind of mentioned that he used to be a police dog. Yeah. And he's telepathic. I did a little reading, I guess, explained in the book. He was genetically engineered to be telepathic, but that also took away some of his, like, hunting skills. So he relies on Mm. Vic for food, and Vic relies on him for basically all knowledge, because Vic's kind of an idiot. (laughs) Kind of a dumb teenager. And basically, Vic just wants to get laid. That's all he wants. Blood wants food, so they have a nice little uh, partnership kind of going on, where Blood will detect with his nose (laughs) and be like, yeah, there's... Twelve people outside, and ooh, there's a there's a female, and of course that sends Vic uh, raging in, rifle ready to (laughs) do what he must do. Ha ha, double entendre. (laughs) (laughs) It's uh, yeah, uh, it takes place in the year 2024, Mm -hmm. uh, so it scans seven years from now. Yeah, so I was reading, uh, again, uh, reading, I guess, in the book, it's an alternate history if uh, JFK had not been assassinated. Oh. And like, what like the consequences of like an attempt on the president's life during that time with, with all you know all the treaties being kind of fresh yeah, and bubbly. Uh, how things could have escalated. Yeah. So basically, it's like there was an attempt on JFK's life. It was failed. JFK took that as a threat against the country. That launched World War Three, which lasted like in the book, yeah, like until like, the eighties. Yeah, so like fifty to like eighty three or something, something like that. Yeah. yeah. And then there's kind of a brief like pause and then we nuke ourselves. Yeah, then it was like 97 or something they said. It was like World War Four and it lasted like four yeah. days or something like that. And it's yeah, like, yeah. that's totally plausible. Yeah. Well, <laughs> there was even like a, the joke in the movie where it was like, all right, how about our modern president? It's like, all right, Truman, Eisenhower, Kennedy, but you know, up to like Kennedy, Nixon. Or no, no, Ford was the last like president, you know, in 1975 when this came out. And it was mm-hmm. Kennedy, 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 <laughs> Schwarzenegger, Kennedy. <laughs> now you're getting to new history. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, spoiler. Four years from now, Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> Schwarzenegger Seacrest, 2020. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> be one hell thought, of a ball drop. You thought 17 was bad. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Uh, we're not that fucking... So we are, Steve. We are. <laughs> so things take a turn when uh, they're hunting around looking for some poon, and they find uh, uh, a camp where there's a female in there, and mm-hmm. Blood's not detecting any other people down there. So he's like, "All right, now's the chance. Go get it." Yeah. Uh, so Vic goes down there and finds a lovely young woman just sitting there, slowly getting ready for bed. You know, nice little. Oh, you, you no, missed we, out we, on the yeah. chick who was bleeding to death. Oh, yeah. And yeah. the porno theater. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, we skipped a bunch of... I'm sorry, I'm horrible. This is the first time. Yeah, so, well, so, first off, they, they see a group of, like, rangers and, uh blood detects a female. Mm-hmm. And then when they, they all, all the rangers run off, uh, Vic goes in to investigate, and she's just, like, almost dead. And yeah. basically comes up and is like, oh, come on, they didn't have to cut her up. She was good for two or <laughs> three more times. She was good for a few more. I'm like, oh, it's one of those kind of movies. Here <laughs> we so go. <laughs> they wander through the desert a bit, and then they basically wander into a, uh, a hobo porno theater. Yeah. It's uh, the porno theater from Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. <laughs> yeah. 
a lot of a lot of Quite. old television sets and I don't know porn from the twenties with like uh, the 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 age kind of like drawn in on it kind yeah. of like all the, the I'm like I don't know what it's called the track lines or whatever and very dark but just a lot of a lot of Mad Max characters just sitting mm. in uh, lazy boys basically not beating it. <laughs> Vic and Blood get in an argument. Well, not showing anyway. Yeah, they're probably pretty discreet with it in the future. Vic and Blood get into an argument about buying popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> because obviously a dog's main goal in life is to get food, and a boy's main goal in life is to get poon. And, I mean, sometimes those aren't always on the same path. Indeed. So Just ask Homer. My mom's dog Homer is here to join us. Is your main uh, goal in life to get some food? He says yes. He's nodding yes, yeah. Oh, you can talk. This is an audio podcast. I can't hear you nodding your I'm head. I'm puppeteering the dog. I can't hear the puppeteering of dogs. All right. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, uh, ooh. What is that noise? I think that's oh, somebody breaking. Or something. Jeez. I'm learning about this neighborhood. So, yeah, so at the theater, um, Blood mentions that there's a female nearby, and, of course, Vic's like, Dressed Where? like a soldier. Yeah, just like soldier. Everybody's kind of dressed like a soldier, though. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, basically leads to... A she, she goes into bunker. an underground bunker, which uh, they reference, they say, uh, that's where the Screamers live. And again, I had to read up on it. I, I did a little quick search on some things while we were watching. The Screamers were... Um, basically humans that were mutated by the nuclear blast, and I guess they're like, they ooze, like, toxic goo, which is like acid to normal people's skin, they eat normal people, oh, wow. and the only noise they can make is like horrible screams, like, ah! Oh, so that's the noise from the movie. <laughs> that's how come uh, in the, the the porno theater you heard like screaming, the woman screaming in the background, apparently that was supposed to be a reference to the screamers. Oh, okay. Like them going out to hunt for the night. Oh, okay, okay. I thought it was just a woman being raped. <laughs> that was just the atmosphere right? I was in the movie. Like, yeah. The screamer thing wasn't explained at all. Just no. the, I'm like, oh, okay, screamers are like, they're like ravager mutants or something. It makes sense. It makes sense to me. But Yeah. yeah. So that was them like leap, ex- exiting that bunker area. So, uh, so yeah, Vic chases the chick into the bunker. Yeah. Uh, he rips a bunch of her clothes off, and then some of the other like ravager, scavenger guys come down. Yeah. Um, Vic and Blood have to fight them off. They also have a dog who really, really hurts. Poor, poor Blood. Blood's got blood all over him. Mm-hmm. He he fought valiantly. They had to beat the other dog off with a a rifle barrel. Yeah. <laughs> and the dog does die. <laughs> that that one does. Um, and, yeah, and, and, and yeah, they chase all most together. Like they start kind of shooting each other once Vic does the the screamer. He pretends noise, to be a screamer, scare a bunch out. of them off, and then the ones that decided to stay, he he shoots, and then they uh, they find like a hole in the wall that yeah. they hide themselves from the screamers in, and uh, she's just so grateful, Quilla. Quilla, Quilla, she's just so the grateful, and he has such a sad story with his parents being dead yeah. and his dog being injured. And by the way, Blood does not like her. Not even a little bit. And the little panic room is just luckily covered with fairly clean mattresses. Yeah. So there's only one thing to do hanging out there. Mm-hmm. Hey, Steve, if you were 18, there was a half-naked chick and nothing to do until Seaman the next everywhere. nighttime. Semen just <laughs> everywhere. I'm repainting that room. And your dog is just sitting there staring. You know what? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Occasionally quoting Shakespeare. So yeah. you <laughs> Once again, into the void. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yes, just like I taught you. <laughs> we did a little of our own narration. 
<laughs> we assume that's how how Vic learned was from from blood. So obviously, you know. blood is his older, well-read companion. <laughs> anyway, so after uh, six or seven times copulating in the the mattress room, um, he comes out or uh, no, blood comes to the room and is like, "We need to talk." Yeah, oh, because they need to go on oh. venture for food. Oh, and their their wonderful pillow talk between oh, Bla. Yeah. Uh, oh my gosh. We're put, <laughs> you should come to the underground. It's really cool. And, and then when they say, listen, ass. I've <laughs> yeah. He, he pretty much just completely demeans her. He's like, whatever, Rod, I'm done with you. <laughs> yeah, so Quillen's from an underground world where, like, everything is awesome. They have plenty of food. And she really wants Vic to come join her. And uh, he's just like, nah, you can stay up here with me and Blood, and we can steal cans of beans from uh, Ravagers, and it's pretty cool. Like, I live a good life. I haven't showered, like, ever. <laughs> I call people ass just for fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so basically she, they, she, she hits him and runs out of the bunker. Yeah, like, punches him, and, and then it just, like, cuts to, like, him being out of the room with like, like he's going back in to like tell her like hey we're gonna head out wherever and she like punches him and yeah because yeah. oh, that's right because blood wants to go out and find food and so she's like he's basically like woman we're gonna go and she's like pow time to go back to the underground it's a good thing you would never follow me <laughs> so then they they follow her uh <laughs> to the uh the outhouse that leads or the doorway that <laughs> kind of looks like an outhouse totally uh, the doorway leads to the underground bunker right absolutely um, Goes down there, uh, immediately gets caught, or like, like kind of crawl around a little bit, like, oh, you hear noises, blah, blah, blah. And then it's like smash cut to Don Johnson getting bathed and, yep. and weird, like the music and people <laughs> that look like clowns, like, well, over white his makeup, makeup is super and creepy. And then there's like a, a festival picnic going on. He's horrified to discover there's a dog tied to a bench. Yeah. He was very upset about that dog being tied to the bench. He was. And he was unhappy because he left. Oh, yeah. Blood did not follow him down. Blood wouldn't go down. Well, he had a broken leg and he was bloody all over and hungry and... And didn't like that lady. He wanted to go uh, over the hill. Smart dog. Dumb boy. (laughs) Isn't (laughs) that always the way? (laughs) (laughs) Right. Ah. So, yeah, so basically uh, Quilla was told by the head council to lure Vic down there because after being underground for so many generations, the males can no longer breed, they're sterile, so they need new hot blood. And Vic's like, this sounds exactly like the kind of thing I'd like to <laughs> get me up. <laughs> he doesn't realize that it's more a milking operation. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's basically hooked to a milking machine for his seed. As women are being like walked up to an arch, literally right next to where he's tied down, mm-hmm. and like I'll pronounce you man and wife, and well, blah blah blah. It's gotta be. It's it's all gotta be very religious yeah. above the board. So they have to be married before he can. They can put their his feet in them. Yeah. <laughs> And then we find that uh, Quilla basically led Vic down there so that she could become part of the the board that basically control the council, uh, council that uh, runs everything. the city and like has her all propaganda stuff going and on all the time. The council basically just used her, so she's like, "All right, Vic, I need you to now help me kill the council." Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> he's like, "Whatever, just get this milking machine off me." <laughs> pretty much. So she goes in, she frees him, uh, and he's doesn't exactly like her much anymore no, anyway. He's no, no, decided no. he's going home. Yeah. He's going to go see Vic. Or he's going to go back up. 
I, I liked his line, uh, I gotta go get covered in dirt so I can feel clean. <laughs> clean yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, and then uh, they send a robotic cyborg after them to try and kill him. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> the, the first couple shots, I'm like, oh, is he a robot or something? Or, or what? Wait, do they have cyborgs in this, in this future? <laughs> Especially dressed in a straw hat. <laughs> oh, yeah, and, and the overalls and... Yes. Oh, yes. And they do mention a few times in this underground city, if you disobey the council for, like, anything, like, oh. sassing back, you get sent to the farm. Yeah. Which is kind of alluded to with Soylent Green. Yeah. <laughs> it's peaceful. That's Meanwhile, where they have plenty of food everywhere. Right? right. And there's a constant recording of how to cook fried bacon playing in the background. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not in brown, but not too crispy. <laughs> yeah, sprinkle brown sugar over it and place the lid on top. Yeah. <laughs> It's constantly falling all over the ground. Yeah. There are yes. these huge microphones. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's really weird. Lots bacon recipes. Yes. Long pig. Yeah, I, I gotta say, what, what, one of the weirdest scenes in the whole movie uh, was like the parade you were talking about earlier, but it had, you know, parade music and everybody going, plus these instructions over the loudspeakers, while there's also a barbershop quartet singing. And I'm like, all of the noises, all of them at the same time, I now, think, underground. That's I my think, nightmare. I think it was meant to be, like, very disorienting. Yeah, because Vic's yeah, yeah, supposed yeah. to be very disoriented. Like yeah, absolutely, you, yeah. But, <coughs> but still, it was just like, okay, I, I'm feeling it, I'm feeling it. <laughs> right. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, and then, so, how deep into the... We're not going to spoil it. Yeah, so I do not want to spoil the ending on this movie. I, you know, well, they see, uh, there, they, they, they head for... Can I give the girls out there a little hope? Blood yeah. and Vic do get back together. That is true. That is true. And don't worry, he does also come to his wounds. Because there are people out there... That won't watch because they heard a dog dies. Yeah. Yeah. A bad, boy, a bad dog dies off screen. Yeah. Off screen, But yes. the That's hero that. dog does not die. I want to give everybody that. Because obviously there are sequels to the novella, so yeah, which apparently we need to read. Evidently, so this movie, would you recommend it? Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I have many times some people have been yes. taking me up on it, but they would be. It's a little hard to find. Like yeah. we had ordered the disc on Netflix. Yeah, you can get through Netflix. Yeah, well, oh, actually, it might be on YouTube. I was kind of oh. looking up the trailer and stuff, and I think I stumbled upon, like, the... I just remember it was the opening part. I didn't watch it too long, but, like, mm. all the explosions of nuclear <laughs> weapons. But, but yeah, check it out. It's uh, it's definitely worth a look. And, I don't know, God bless <laughs> cocaine in the 70s, because some of the movies coming out of there are just, like, so different from the way movies are now. It's like, you know what, I want to go I want to go check some of those crazy things out. Also, I just want to tell everybody out there... Stay until the end credits. Oh, absolutely. You, that, absolutely. The last couple of lines, if you are not paying attention, you are going to miss the best goddamn joke of the entire movie. Yeah. And it's so good. And yeah. who else needs a refresh on beverages? Yeah. yeah. Beverage. What's our next uh, ginger beer? Fever Tree Premium Natural Ooh. Mixers Premium Ginger Ale made with natural gingers. No artificial sweeteners, flavorings, or preservatives. Oh. By using a unique blend of natural gingers, subtle botanical flavors, in spring water, we've created a delicious drink with some authentic, refreshing taste and aroma. Cool. Does that one need to be tipped? Looks pretty clear. Looks pretty okay. clear. Oh, yeah. Okay. Looks pretty yeah. Cool. Some of them you do need to do. Yeah, all the stuff gathers at the bottom. Yeah. The ginger stuff gathers at the bottom. And that. So I forgot to mention, my mom is also a connoisseur of ginger beers. Becoming, mm. yes. Thank you so <laughs> I have help. And we open. Woo! This is not. Quite as bubbly as the gossling. 
Yeah, it looks uh, it's got a nice clear, almost like a champagne look to it. Not not as cloudy as the other, but mmm, nice pleasant aroma. The bubbles seem tighter on this, just from yeah. looking at it. Yeah, you can't see through and smile at people. <laughs> Yeah, the bubbles clean, but it is a few, is a very clear beverage. A little, again, like that kind of uh, off the white color. Yeah, this is um, just having taken a sip, a little drier than the other one. Not mm. quite as sweet, but still has a little ginger bite to it. It does. It's like more lemony. Yeah. It's not as um, gingery as their other. Yeah, yeah, like a single ginger as opposed to a double or triple oh, ginger. Yeah, because this is the ginger ale, not the ginger beer. Right. I grabbed the wrong one. It's okay. This is good, though. Mm -hmm. This is the, the ginger beer is definitely gingery. Yeah, it's Feels super, that sharp. It gets in your nostrils and yeah. clears them up now. That's good yeah. for you. Ginger is good. Oh, absolutely. This would be good, really, really good. Um, well, like for a light mixer, if you didn't want an intense ginger flavor, you just wanted something that was a little different than 7-Up. I was actually thinking like when you've been really sick and maybe you don't want anything super harshly flavored, this would be a good like getting back into it like, all right, I want something that makes me feel fresh and clean and not like I've been laying in my bed sweating for two days. <laughs> and it's not as sweet as 7-Up. Yeah, and or like Canada Dry or, or any of it. Oh, no quinine water when you're trying to come out of that bunk. Yeah. Well, this would be delightful. Mm -hmm. We're on a really hot day with some ice mm. cubes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I almost, do you have any uh, fun facts for I us? I do. I also realized we didn't really go over the cast other than Don oh. Johnson was in it. Uh, first up, it's directed by L.Q. Johnson, whose real name is Justice McQueen. That's a badass name. Uh, this was the only, basically, movie he directed. Uh, he also did an episode of The Incredible Hulk, but uh, he's acted in over 160 different things. Like, uh, he was TC in The Wild Bunch. Uh, basically, if you look up his IMDb picture, he's, you know, old dude with a mustache, but you like looking like, oh, yeah, I've seen him in, like, Casino and stuff. Like, like, he's, like, he's a been, character actor. Oh, uh, Mask of Zorro. He played Three Finger Jack. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's probably what a lot of you out there will know. Um, but yeah, Don Johnson was Vic. Uh, Suzanne Barton was Quilla. Uh, Tiger was Blood the Dog. Tiger. <laughs> um, and L.Q. Jones actually stars in this movie. Um, oh. He's the man in the porno. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> the one, it didn't really show his face or anything. The one like, grabbing the boobies? <laughs> yeah, the, one, the one where it was like showing the legs entwined <laughs> for like a couple of seconds. And everybody's got standing around like, yeah, that's good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then it's like screaming in the background, which is always yeah. kind of off-putting. <laughs> but yeah. Um... But yeah, so that was the cast. Uh, fun facts, though. Wait, fun facts, a super fun fact, because it's super fun facts. Super fun. <laughs> right. I made uh, a song. I know, <laughs> I've heard it. Uh, I like it. Tim McIntyre, who perform performed the voice of Blood, also sang the main title song that we listened to at the beginning of the podcast. All right. Uh, so I get usual hint. Uh, <laughs> speaking of Blood's voice, James Cackney was considered for the voice of Blood. <laughs> Uh, but the idea was dropped because Cagney's fame uh, would have been a distraction from the character. It's true of the telepathic dog. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> come on. You don't want to. You don't want Tiger being upstaged by the guy who's doing his voiceover. That's ridiculous. Uh, okay, so I have to bring it up then. Since we're going to do the reboot of this movie, <laughs> yeah. who stars in this thing? Who's, oh. who's the voice of Blood? 
oh, I feel like it should be Patrick Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Patrick Stewart already is doing voiceover for things, so people are kind of familiar with that. He's doing, like, American Dad and things like that. So, uh, and yeah, I mean, I figure you get a really super cute dog. <laughs> and also the stuff he does, like, with American Dad, it's not mm -hmm. hard for him to be like, there's a female down there. You should go get her. Yes. Yeah, I can, I can totally see Patrick Stewart. For some reason, I was thinking Gerard Butler when we were watching it. But, I can see that too. But it's just more of a rough dog voice, you know. Blah, 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 blah. Jason Statham. Oh, the merging. Jason Statham. It's a female down there. Who seems, go get who seems like a, he's English, right? Like he always seems like he has an Australian accent. I don't me, know. Something that I learned working at an international <laughs> gift shop is that I thought I knew what accent sounded like. I don't fucking know anything. Yeah. It turns out I don't know anything. All right, who plays Vic? Who's the Ooh. young eighteen-year-old that talks to his dog? And everyone else is like, who are you talking to? Hmm, <laughs> <laughs> who's a good young actor? Well, uh, I go to Chris Pratt for a lot of things, <laughs> but I do actually feel like this would be really, really funny with him. Um, <laughs> it would be, but I just don't think he... Oh, no, I, I think this movie would be too much like Passengers. Okay. <laughs> Passengers means Mad Max. Especially if, like, Jennifer Lawrence plays Quilla or something. <laughs> like, wait, I've seen this movie. just wasn't a talking dog. <laughs> just right. saw Passengers. Uh, yeah? Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah? so that bad, huh? stay away from that. <laughs> oh, it's, well... It, it, it's very beautifully shot. It, right? It's true. <laughs> Good thing. Yeah, I, I, I saw the trailer and I'm like, I don't need to see this movie. I know how it ends. <laughs> I know we just cast him in one of our movies. Every movie but, uh, ever. No, no, no. But uh, just, oh. Joseph Gordon-Levitt? Yeah, yeah, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. He always. still has the baby face? He does. No, the guy who plays Gus on Psych. Ooh. <laughs> oh, or the guy from uh, Get Out. Uh, basically the same Peel? face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dude, Dulé Hill, though, he's like in his 40s, right? Yeah, but he's got the baby face. It's true. Like, don't crack. <laughs> All right. Yeah, okay. I'll allow it. Or we get Key and Peel on it, and one of them <laughs> is Vic, and the other, one's, uh, the other one plays the dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, since Jordan Peel will probably be directing, I've got Keegan Michael Key is Vic in the voice of Jordan Peel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then but, I can just get in on their animal yeah, expectations. Who's, who's Quilla? Alright, who plays Quilla? We need somebody who can be dumb and conniving. Mmm. <laughs> and look really good. Really, really, really good. I'm just going to throw out there Kate Upton. I'm down. Right. <laughs> Done. You're welcome, Hello, Hollywood. Hollywood? <laughs> <laughs> Directed by Stephen K. Jackson and Jordan Peele. No. Oh, and uh, so, fun fact, I don't know if it's on your list or not, they used almost 700 extras for this movie. Really? Yeah. That's a, seems like a lot. It's a lot of extras. So I'm thinking for all of our extras for our what movie, we'll just hire everybody they had Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can totally see it. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> according, okay, according to Cult Movies 2, a sequel was planned called A Girl and His Dog. Uh, but the dog died shortly after the movie's release, so they couldn't Aww. use Tiger again. So I actually... <laughs> so that, I, I guess, is a good enough reason to stop production of a movie. <laughs> so I, I was reading in my fun facts, yeah. uh, Don Johnson wanted to buy the dog. 
Tiger after oh. this movie. So this the dog in this movie is actually praised as being one of the best movie dogs ever because he doesn't look off screen for his commands, and that is because they trained Don Johnson to give him all the commands. So as a dog would, he's looking to his owner to be told what to do. And that is what kind of like makes their interaction seem more realistic. And Don Johnson got really attached. But the uh, director wouldn't let him buy it because they were planning on doing a sequel. Yeah. It's unfortunate. I kind of thought that uh, Don Johnson was looking to the dog to get all respect. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's very good. It. It, it's like, hey, just, just look at each other for a bit like you're listening to the dog talk. And the dog's like looking at him, like whatever. <laughs> but you got the voice in the, you know, over it. <laughs> I told you, I don't want to do it. That's a silly plan. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, uh, so we are talking about in the, in the dog fight scene in this movie, those two dogs are, they're playing. They're playing. But we were talking about, if you put angry dog noises over dogs playing, it seems like one of the most visceral, scary things. Like, for a second, your brain goes like, oh, my God, those dogs are ripping each other apart. Yeah. But then if you, if you, if you know dogs and you look at their body language, you know what they're doing. But, yeah. like, somebody might And also like, there's, like, quick cuts, too. And right. Just, like, and the initial, set up like, just a little thing. bit. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's the same thing. Like, you, you have a guy giving a dog commands, but you dub over the dog giving the boy commands. And <laughs> <laughs> All right, last fun fact, uh, at least for me. One of the reasons the film now enjoys cult status is because of its darkly comic last line. <laughs> Ironically, uh, the author Harlan Ellison hated this and actively campaigned to have it removed. Yes, he can't take but, a joke. But the, the, the last... The ending is in the book. Yeah. I, I'm sure it doesn't have the last line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's a fun fact, everybody. Fun fact. So, Wait, we have another <laughs> we beverage. We have one more beverage. All have. right. Our last beverage tonight is Bundaberg Ginger Beer, Australian family owned, craft brewed for over three days. <laughs> but it says. This company started on Tuesday. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> uh, it's always cloudy in uh, in a bottle of good old-fashioned ginger beer. Hold the spirit of the light, and you'll see it's full right, of real ginger true. pieces, traditionally brewed to a genuine recipe to release the natural flavors of ginger. All right. And if I can open it, I'll get it open. Need some milk, there, sweetie. Uh, Steve's gonna open the bottle now. <laughs> Woo! There's the open. All right. And the pour. Definitely got Aquarius to it. And in the other. All right. Ba, 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 ba. All right. Well, while I'm pouring, oh, actually, here we go. One sip. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. That is a very pretty beer. It's not quite as uh, cloudy as the Gosling's, but still pretty cloudy. It's got that great gingery color, kind of off-white, coconut watery colored, uh, less bubbles than the fever tree. Very mm -hmm. nice, yes. But and it looks almost like pear juice, a really good, oh, yeah. strange yeah. pear juice. Yeah, it does have a little kind of green tint to it and stuff. Mm -hmm. Smells good and gingery. They're taking sips. Oh no! Oh yeah. no! Has it gone bad? No. no so. I went on my nose. <laughs> <laughs> See, so it's just like. <laughs> it went. It's a way. Somebody said it kind of poop right up my nostril. Um, but yeah, mm. it's very refreshing. It's not, not, like, compared to the Goslings, it's not as strong, both gingery as, and sugary. It's just more of a balanced kind of... Yeah, it's know. almost fruitier than the Goslings. Yes. It kind of has the fruitiness from the flavor tree. Okay, it kind of had, like, a like a lemony taste, but with more of the ginger. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, this is one of my favorites. Mm -hmm. um, was one of the first ones I had. And the fever tree, if I'm really looking for a gingery, mm -hmm. not the ginger ale, but the actual ginger beer, that one has that ginger zing that sometimes you just need. Yeah. Like it was a good buy. Like I know, like when I'm uh, when I'm feeling a little ill or whatever, you can find like those like triple ginger shots or whatever. It's like little like six ounce things, <laughs> and like you open it up and just take a smell. You're like, ooh, that's ginger, baby. And you just down it like it's a Red Bull or something, and it's like, whew, much better. A couple of times when you've been really sick, I just steeped ginger in hot water with lemon that, for you. That's true. It is very intense to drink, but remember right. the first time I made it for you, you drank it, and you were like, oh, my God, it's going to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is going to cure me or it's going to kill me. Either way, it's going to be over. But yeah. it, uh, <laughs> you feel better almost immediately oh, afterwards. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's great stuff. Uh, Got to love ginger. Yeah. yeah. So, ladies, what did we learn from this movie? Listen to your dog. Pretty <laughs> <laughs> dog much it. Dogs know best. <laughs> <laughs> I learned bros before hoes. <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely a rose name in this movie. Yes. <laughs> in a post-apocalyptic world, teenage boys just want to get fucking laid. It's true. And, and dogs like, just want to eat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the one that's like, would you rather eat or get laid? Like, I can eat after I get laid, right? <laughs> like, oh, maybe. Like, you know, just be safe, we'll get laid. <laughs> priority. Yeah, it's exactly. all about priority. <laughs> but also, uh, I mean, it might have just been me. Was anybody else waiting for, like, the twist in this movie that the dog really doesn't telepathically speak to him? <laughs> He's just a, a, an insane 18-year-old. <laughs> He's just the schizophrenic one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I, th like, this is basically like Mad Max meets the son of Sam or something. <laughs> like, it's, he's just a serial killer Max going around, like, the, the backwoods of Phoenix. It's really like 1975 Phoenix, Arizona, and there's this guy randomly sniping lost golfers or hikers or something. <laughs> they go over the mountain, and there's just a guy mowing his lawn. Hey, neighbor! <laughs> Howdy, neighbor! We got a barbecue going. You want to join? There's a female in that house. Go get her. <laughs> <laughs> and then roll credits. No, like a Twilight Zone. Anyway, that, that's not the ending. However, it's just as good. You have, to, you have to see the ending to believe it in. Absolutely. Absolutely. Maybe that's the twist on our reboot. Sounds Sorry, up. Hollywood. Keep that one under wraps. <laughs> Don't worry. Nobody listens to this thing. <laughs> not true. All ten people from the movie Pod Squad are going That's to have true. serious, yeah. serious. Speaking of which, big thanks to all of our listeners, movie Pod Squad, Potter and Family. Our listenership has. Pete's <laughs> mom, it's, hi, Susan. Yeah, it's, it's gone from, I don't know, four to, you know, 20s, 30s. Yeah. Some, some even up to like 40 or 50 downloads. Thank you, mom. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Susan. <laughs> That's my mom. My, my mom is Susan. Not yet. Anyway. Uh, yeah, Talk big about thing. the Susan <laughs> later. By the way, follow us on Twitter. Always give a shout out to the other podcasts out there, uh, whether it's Countdown, Epic Film Guys, So I Married a Movie Geek, uh, Shaken Not Nerd, all the all the all the ones out there. Zombie Kitty. Uh, oh my God, Beers Buds Brutality. Yeah. Follow us on the Twitter. I'll uh, hook you up with the names of uh, the people who give us our questions and just great podcasts and stuff out there to listen to. But, you know, listen to us. Tell your friends. 
Yeah, tell them about how amazing we are and how much beer and ginger beer we drink. And how amazing a boy and his dog is, and oh, then watch yeah. it with them, and then tell them about this episode. <laughs> oh, I do have one more fun fact about this movie. Yes. So uh, when this movie went to be rated by the MPAA, okay. it was given, so PG-13 was not around yet, uh-huh. it was given a PG rating. And the director went down and had to convince them that it needed a rated R movie because he did not want parents taking their children to this movie. Yeah, because it's a boy and his dog. <laughs> I was like, when, when, okay, honestly, when I was told uh, we were trying to get Izzy's mom to do an episode, she's like, oh, yeah, she wants to watch a movie called The Boy and His Dog. I'm like... <laughs> Great movie from the seventies about a boy and his dog. You were thinking it was gonna be like Gentle Ben or something. Marley right? and Me or something like that. Some sort of a thing like that. And he's like, No, 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 trust me. Trust me. And then and then she like read me the synopsis on IMDB and I was like, Wait, what? Eighteen year old Don Johnson with a telepathic dog? Oh, he didn't believe me. He took my phone from me yeah. and had to read it himself. Hearing because the he wrong thought one. I was tricking him. <laughs> You, you know my key word. So, yeah, so uh, I believe that is the only time in film history where they've demanded a higher yeah. rating. Well, well, and I'm just like, okay, so somebody watched this movie. I don't know if they just fell asleep through half of it or whatever. So there's a lot of raping and a lot but of violence. But it's off-screen. Pretty much everything's yeah. off-screen. Well, and you have to remember, this is the time period where Jaws was rated G. G. Oh, God, that's true. Or PG. Yeah, yeah that is I mean, because they didn't have PG-13. It was... R was like for explicit sex scenes and yeah yeah, yeah. well like yeah. like serious gore. I guess there's a lot of implied sex and just a lot of bare breasts, which I guess is cool in the seventies. There's not even a lot of bare breasts. I mean, there's shots that fair amount. There, there's a few, but honestly, there's not that many nipples. Yeah, they're kind of yeah. dark and yeah, and there's it, a lot of like arm just happens to cover it at the right moment, like yeah. The thing is, like, if you if you didn't pay attention to any of the plot, it's a, it's a PG movie. Yeah. <laughs> you actually have you, to pay attention. You could hear the horrible things coming out of people's mouths. Yeah, absolutely. and dogs to and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and if you didn't understand the ending, yeah. <laughs> which I could see people watching it and just going like, aww. <laughs> They're walking off into the sunset. <laughs> By the way, if you like this movie, go back and check out one of our past episodes and movies, uh, Time Rider, The Adventures of Lyle Swan. It's a very similar feel and just overall, yeah, awesome stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. That's this movie. I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And I'm Izzy's mom, Nancy. <laughs> Thank you for the brew. Oh, anytime. Nice. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. Always, always looking forward to a special guest host. So Fun. We do this again with more ginger beer. Absolutely. <laughs> I like I'm me a good ginger beer, too. Yeah. <laughs> always down for that. Are we also going to do one for beers? Maybe your grandma? Ooh, sold. The Utah edition? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to find out what, what, what movies my grandma likes. <laughs> <laughs> she, she just turned 80. This could get really weird. Go back to the 50s where there's just violent anal rapage for PG movies. I assume. The way so I, go, right? I'm going to throw it out there. I'm going to guess your mo- your grandma's favorite movies are probably going to be like Snow White and Seven Dwarfs. Yeah. Gentle Ben. Ooh. And that's going to be like Terminator Extinction or no, something. No, no, no. It's going to be an Elvis movie. We're probably going to end up watching like King Creole or Lagoon or whatever. Uh, Blue Hawaii. Blue Hawaii. Uh, Viva Las Vegas. Ooh, I could really see Viva Las Vegas being the one she picks. That's right. That's one with Anne Margaret, right? That's right. I, yeah, I forgot that your grandma loves Elvis. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Ooh, maybe we can trick her to watch that Elvis and Nixon movie. <laughs> <laughs> the movie was ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, I think she'd catch up. 
Yeah, maybe. Yeah, what, it's a new one. That means it doesn't have the real Elvis. Uh, ooh, true romance. Elvis makes a cameo. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so until next time, when I can convince my grandma, uh, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And, and this is Nancy again. This is Everything I Learned From Movies. <laughs> have a good day, everybody. Night, everybody. Mother, which way should we go? You're useless. You're not so telepathic at all, but well, you do fight. Hey, what was that, Homer? There's two females in here. <laughs> okay. We're willing to breathe with you. <laughs> food? Food? There's a fridge full of food. Right behind you. Oh, popcorn. <laughs>